Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode. Um, this one is going to be a lot more heavier than the past episodes I've ever made because I'm actually going to go into one of the problems I faced when I was teaching last year. And so I'm just going to give you kind of a disclaimer. If you are very triggered by mental health discussions or um, discussions in particular such as anxiety, depression, uh, I recommend that you stop this podcast now because I don't want to surprise you later on. Um, also, I kind of just want to remind people that everyone has different experiences and, you know, different manifestations of mental health. So not everybody's going to be like everybody else. Um, my condition may not look like yours. What I go through may not go be like yours. I would definitely suggest if you feel like you're going through something, please see a medical professional. Um, please seek out help because, you know, we need to depend on each other. And if you're not 100% okay, how can you help others? And so just wanted to make sure that you guys know that before we start. And as always, um, I'm just kind of going to start it off with something that I really believe in. So let's get right into it. Um, well... I'm going to kind of start with some of the symptoms I had and I kind of want you not to guess but to really kind of I want you to feel like how I felt <laughs> technically you know mental health unless you go to a professional sometimes you don't know something's wrong until you realize other things have been going wrong and so I'm just going to list out some symptoms and some of the things that started so when I first started teaching um, this was something very exciting for me I was very nervous um, there were so many things I could not control about my situation. Uh, and there were a lot of things that were in my control. Uh, so I felt like there was a lot of stress, a lot of new stress. And I was trying to figure everything out. So I definitely have been problems with my eating habits always. But um, during this point in my life, I was probably overeating more than I needed to. Um, when stress would hit, I would wake up really early, not have breakfast definitely panic and go through my day without a meal and then at lunchtime just like go ham and a couple of months into my new job I started getting pains in my stomach um I started feeling really weird around my esophagus I don't know if anybody else has this but like I get like this weird empty feeling in my esophagus it may it like tricks your body into thinking you're hungry when you're not really hungry um but it just felt really empty, felt like constricted, like I couldn't breathe. Um, I had a lot of chest pains, a lot of stomach pains. I couldn't go to the bathroom all the time. Uh, I had to go see a doctor because this was actually one of the most stressing points of whatever I was going through. I couldn't go through a day without being in terrible pain. Um, and sometimes I would wake up with like a burning throat. Kind of felt like I vomited and swallowed again. I know that sounds really gross. But... These are just kind of the things that I've saw during these first few months. And definitely a lot of nail biting. Uh, I barely have nails right now, actually. Just looking at my nails, I barely have any nails. I uh, just kind of chewed them all off. And I wasn't getting any exercise. I was just feeling really depressed, very anxious all the time, high stress. And anything, anything would take me over the edge. Emotionally, I was not okay. I'm sure... There could be a lot of things 
but I don't know if you guessed it. Definitely, I wouldn't have guessed it. Uh, the first thing that popped into my head was depression because I didn't want to do a lot of the things that I needed to do in my job. I missed work because I was sick a lot. Um, but that also kind of enabled me to not leave my bed and not get better. Uh, so definitely I thought it was depression. It could be, I don't know. I st I, I'm still trying to figure things out. Uh, if you guessed anxiety, then yeah, definitely. Um, this is something really hard for me to kind of put my head around because I had no idea how anxious my personality is and how anxious I really am until it came to this point. I guess on my entire life, I was always working with a higher level of anxiousness than anybody else normally, but how, the, how it would show through would just be very overproductive. And I think that kind of freaked people out, but I, and I never understood it. You know, some people would be like, you're stressing me out. You're very stressing. Like you make me very anxious. Or people just couldn't be around me because I would literally go over the edge for anything. And I think now that I look back at it, I'm like, oh my god. I had no idea because I would manage it well. I, for me, it wouldn't have been a problem. It was just, I care about things extra hard <laughs> that nobody else cares about. Like for example, in high school, one of my friends wouldn't do her homework. Uh, she would go the entire day, maybe during lunch, start catching up on her homework, and that would stress me out. And I did not want her copying from my work, but I would just feel so stressed for her. And I was thinking, this is not my problem, but it would stress me out. Or I had another another friend that wouldn't bring lunch at all. And I would just get so paranoid, wondering, are they gonna eat? How do they go all through the day without eating? Like little things like that just made me extra anxious and I had no idea why I I don't know why I took other people's problems upon myself upon myself and try to figure them out and was so paranoid because I obviously couldn't control that and now I think about it yeah it was definitely anxiety I mean you can kind of hear it in my voice right now I talk really fast I have an overactive saliva gland because I'm always swallowing my spit sorry <laughs> But th this topic makes me anxious, but I know I need to talk about it because it's something that really got a hold of my life. And I know now kind of how to control it to a degree. And so I just wanted to share what happened during that year. So fast forward to a couple months later, maybe around January, I started getting help for it. Um, and then around a couple months later, I, at first I didn't really want to go on any medication, but I had to. I was on a lot of anti-reflux medication, like omeprazole, anti-acid, you know, Tums, watching what I was eating. Um, but it was not working because my head wasn't right. Like I knew something needed to change, but I didn't want to change. And that was the hardest part, I think of this whole journey was trying to get that shift into wanting to get better instead of just forcing myself to get better. And it took a couple of things to fall through for me. I missed a total of more than, I think shy under 20 days of work, which is astounding. You only get like maybe 10 days off as a teacher and I took 20, I took double that. 
because I cannot get my shit together. It was so... It's upsetting now. But then it was very upsetting because I just I just couldn't go to work. I was so sick all the time and mentally I was not okay. I would panic because the more days I would miss, the more things I'd have to keep doing. The kids weren't meeting the standards. All this stuff was just piling up in front of me. And guess what? Ding, ding. That makes you more anxious. And so I really developed really bad eating behaviors, not exercise. Um... I would barely leave my apartment. I couldn't get through a day without almost having like a heart attack. It felt like a heart attack. It was most likely a panic attack. When I talked to my doctor about it, finally, um, they prescribed me some medication. And really, at first, I told him I did not want to be on medication. I wanted to have a normal life. And he suggested some things like meditation, exercising, eating healthier, um, having a healthier hobby that allows me to take that stress away. But (laughs) like I said, mentally, I just did not want to get better. So I opted for the medication because it was easier. And this medication, oh no, it would make me so anxious. And I was kind of confused because I thought the medication was supposed to calm me down. But what he put me on was antidepressants. So it actually gave me an upper. Uh, So I was shaking all the time. Shaking going into bed. Waking up. Just couldn't sleep. I felt so wired all the time. And I would crash at night. because, Or in the afternoon when my medication would wear off. But this, it was just becoming like a ring of fire. I just kept going and going and going. And getting worse and worse. And I told my doctor, I don't know what's going on, but I've stopped taking this medication. I can't take this medication. It's making me more anxious. And he was like, okay, we can cut it in half or boost it. I was like, what? What do you mean boost it? He's like, well, I don't know. Bodies have different ways of, you know, coping with medication. Some people need a higher dosage to feel calmer. I just, for me, I couldn't wrap my hand around it. And I said, okay, I'll take the lower dosage. And I promise you guys, I picked that medicine up and I left it on the counter and didn't touch it. I have not been on that medication because it's scary to think it'll make it worse. And it's not going to work. You're, it's, I, I was so scared because I wanted something to work right away and it wasn't happening. And so around this time when I was kind of weaning off my medication, I picked up this plan from one of my old roommates and it's called tone it up and i had seen this for a couple of months now almost a year and some change about the program and she really liked it i saw you know i started following their instagram the social media everybody really liked it they lost weight they felt better and yada 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 all the things that i knew about exercise and eating healthy but i just never fully believed in i think because i was at the point where i needed something to work fast I kind of just took it up. So Tone It Up, that's the name of the program. Um, I started it when I felt like nothing could get better. (laughs) Or maybe nothing could get worse, really. In reality, looking back at it, maybe I thought nothing could get worse than what it is now. So I kind of just picked up the plan. And 
I gave it a try. I did five days this detox program. Mind you, all of July, I've been trying to eat healthy. I've been trying to work out more, but I, I was just falling through in and out. And I was realizing I just didn't have a plan. I didn't know what to do. And so this program kind of gave me a way to not think about what I needed to do. It kind of just said, here, do this. You'll feel better. Like again, taking the easy way. I just started it and I can tell you, it was not easy at all. <laughs> The meals were very, very, very healthy. Um, I had to spend quite a lot of money at first to kind of get all the ingredients that I needed, very organic food. Um, the workouts were so, so hard. My body had not actually done an exercise or a workout in like a couple of years. I, I was not physically fit at all. I had no, mentally, every time I approached a workout, it was like, ugh, here I am, I'm gonna suffer instead of oh wow an opportunity to actually get stronger it my mental it was a working process and what i absolutely love and this is what i want to kind of talk about later and kind of really hone in on is the fact that i had to retrain my brain i had to rewire it make it work for me for this lifestyle if i was actually going to make a change and i wanted to eat healthier and i wanted to work out I was going to have to learn how to love it. And that, I think that's the hardest thing that everybody goes through, but they don't really talk about or they don't really actually get to do it. The rewiring part. And I think that's why I fell through so many times is because mentally I would tell myself, no, you're weak. No, you can't do that move. No, you can't eat those foods. This is disgusting. No, you can't. No, no, no. And it would just continue and continue to reiterate my brain and one day I just got so fed up I said fuck that I am not gonna set up excuses for myself I'm not gonna complain anymore I am done and I shut that voice in my head granted I only had like maybe two seconds of peace before it started up again (laughs) but I swear to you the amount of relief I had the amount of happiness it was audible it was visual you could see how just happy and this was in the middle of a workout because it was just I was sweating so hard I felt like I couldn't do it and I said fuck that I'm gonna do this and I was smiling from ear to ear and I thought I was crazy but I'm pretty sure other people thought I was crazy because I was laughing so hard because for once in my life I actually had two seconds of just pure silence in my brain I get so riled up about it because when I about it it motivates me more so I'm sorry (laughs) but I'm you know kind of getting enthusiastic about it but god and it still moves me to today I get so emotional talking about it because that was like the last step that I needed in order to actually make a change in my life where I lived most of my life thinking one thing about myself like almost an epiphany I came to my senses I realized finally it's not about what you can or cannot do it's about what you want to do what you need it's about your wants your needs your motivation it isn't about can I do this right now it isn't about realistic anymore because it functioned for me up to a point you know 
if you're very realistic about everything, you're only gonna advance so far. You're only you're gonna cap yourself. You're gonna limit yourself. And I thought I was a very optimistic person, you know, before this plan. I thought I was very optimistic about life and everything, but I realized I was very realist before this. And now I'm just I'm trying to open my brain up more to be more optimistic because just the power of yes I can you know it changes everything for me personally and so I was on this tone it up plan nutrition plan for like a week and I was like dang do I really want to commit because it costs a lot of money not gonna lie so if you wanted to do tone it up it costs a little bit of money Um, and I didn't know if I wanted to commit to this lifestyle change and I remember talking to my boyfriend about it and he kind of, we kind of just sat down and talked about, I mean, is this going to be realistic for me? Oh, you know, again, with the realist in me, is this going to actually benefit me? I don't want to waste money and not stick to it. And he said, well, honestly, if you are going to be realistic about it, let's think about it. How much do you actually spend going out? How much have you spent medical bills this year? And this year alone, I spent about maybe easily $2,000 actually closer to three thousand dollars because i went over um i had two er visits and oh my god they i am so much debt right now but i went over my budget with my insurance so i definitely realized oh it's gonna be definitely cheaper than that you know if i stop eating out or at least stop eating out the way i was spending 60 80 dollars a meal um you know stop going out stop drinking you know, cook more, do more with myself. Obviously, I won't be getting sick as often. In the end, we decided it was going to benefit both of us if we could stick to this lifestyle. So we, I bought into it. I got all my materials, all my things, and I felt really set. I felt awesome. Um, but what I didn't think about <laughs> is that you can have all the tools laid out before you you can have every little thing possible you can have your whole fridge stocked full of healthy foods and nothing materialistic will motivate you to actually start something you can have all the things in the world prepped and ready for you to take on but if you don't take that initial step it's not going to work so when i did this plan every single day i had to commit to myself that i was gonna you know Uh, follow through with this plan and I did spend a week waking up at like 5 a.m getting my workouts in going a full day cleaning my house going you know doing work working from home cooking my meals I did spend a whole week doing everything to a t and then next week I completely burned out because it was such an impossible lifestyle at first I I thought oh my god I'd have to wake up at 4 a.m to get everything that I want done to feel like I had a successful, productive day. And while, yes, I did have more energy, I thought, oh, this is gonna, this is gonna be impossible when school comes around. So for another two weeks, I maintained it. And then just recently, uh, I've been on a downward spiral. And I didn't realize, and this happened actually, I don't know if it was yesterday or two days ago. I was in the middle of a workout. And, oh, it was two days ago. I was in the middle of a workout and I said to myself, no, you can't do that. 
And previously, before the last two weeks, I had been eating horrible, eating out, eating really greasy foods. Um, yes, I would still eat healthy most of the day, so my days were still healthy-ish. I would still work out, still get my hours in. Um, but I wasn't waking up as early as I wanted to. I wasn't getting any work done. I was just laying around in the house, sleeping around. And so I didn't realize that I had let depression and anxiety sneak right back in. And I literally looked down at my nails because I know um, when I start biting my nails, that's when I'm most anxious. And I literally chewed them down to its, I can't even, I can't even chew them anymore. I'm surprised you're even still there. I realized I let depression and anxiety back in and I was so upset, so upset that I just binged eat. I overate and everything. And I was like, oh my God, I'm back to the same deal. I didn't do it. I slipped up and this time really badly. It's almost like an addict, you know, relapsing. I'm not going to compare, obviously, my experiences with that of one who has a chronic, chronic addiction. Like I am, no, I can't say that it's like that, but... It, I can only compare it to that because I had no idea it was happening until it happened. And I realized, oh my God, I was slipping again. And then I realized it's the mental, you have to mentally want it. And that was, I just realized, oh my gosh, how did I let this happen? I, I couldn't believe that I had let it happen. And that was tough. Okay, bravo to you if you have stuck listening to me ramble for, well, not really ramble, but kind of vent out what happened to me. Props to you for making it this far. I am going to wrap it up now. This is getting a little too long. But to tie everything in, basically with the last episode, I felt stuck. I felt like I just lowered myself into my own grave intentionally once again. And everything was coming to an end, basically. When you feel like that, I promise you, I promise you, you are not there because of some foreign event, something that's beyond your control. I promise you, you are there because somehow, some way, you weren't paying attention, just paying a little bit of attention to all these little behaviors that creep up just slowly, like giving yourself an excuse in the morning like you know what I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sleep through just this one day it's not gonna affect me you know what I'm just gonna slip up just gonna have that greasy pizza I know I shouldn't have it but I'm just gonna do it while yes once in a time once in a while is okay but if you know you're an addictive personality and you know you have a condition with anxiety and depression letting yourself slip up once can actually be very detrimental and with me with someone that has and realize I have this condition I have an illness you know whether it be depression or anxiety where if I allow myself that one opportunity to go back into my old ways it will continue to down spiral and so I want you to believe I know this is hard and like I said everybody is different I'm not saying that what I've been going through is the same as yours you could be way off worse than I am of course of course of course But what I want people to understand is that, yes, you do have control. You can do things that can help you and better you. And that was so hard for me to get through my brain 
until I was put to the test. You know, when you're working out, and I definitely recommend every... I, I do not stop working out. I mean, obviously, I have rest days. But since I started the program, I've been working out almost every day. In my own way, obviously. When I can't, when I feel like my muscles are too tired, you know, I'll do yoga or stretch or I'll go walk or jog. But working out has been the best thing for me it's a way to release any tension any stress you have um and also it's a way to rewire your brain this is the time you need to focus and train your brain into thinking yes you can because there's going to be times during a workout when you're like no i want to quit i want to quit push yourself three more seconds three more seconds you can go just three more seconds and keep going with just three more seconds and you will be surprised at how much you can do. I, through working out, realized how actual strong I am and how much I've been kind of letting myself believe I was not good enough and not deserving of being strong and having a good life. Um, through, through working out, I realized I can rewire myself, retrain myself. And I want you to know, you can. It's going to be so fucking hard. I know, but you've got to stand up and try again. Okay, and if that for you is going to the doctor, getting medication, good for you. You know, if that's waking up a little bit earlier, maybe an hour earlier than what you're used to, good for you. If that's brushing your hair, taking a shower, whatever the step is, take it. Take the step and don't limit yourself. As soon as you start limiting and say, I can't, I can't, I can't, that is when we set up these negative behaviors and where we limit ourselves and only allow ourselves half of the happiness you could ever have or even no happiness at all okay there are some things obviously like saying you know to a diabetic oh but you can eat sugars obviously no i'm not saying to go against whatever your doctor is saying so if your doctor says no you can't do that i recommend that you don't do that then listen what i am saying is that if you feel like there's some tasks that is too big for you to take on, I want you to believe in yourself and at least for once say, yes, I can do it. And if I fail, so what? Keep going. And take it bit by bit. As a teacher, I'm taught, I'm taught to scaffold everything. And scaffolding just basically means um, you set up little steps like a stairway to help students process and take in information. So, you know, someone's first step uh, for one person could be smaller than another person's, but you're gonna scaffold it. You're gonna chunk things into smaller bits so you can easily digest them and do them. Once you set in that behavior, it's easier to move on. What I want you to do is I want you to scaffold a plan for yourself. I want you to chunk information for yourself because we only have us. And in this life, to do what we want. Nothing is too big for us, I promise you. Just take it step by step. I know you want to be realistic, but I promise you, realism is only going to set you back so far. It's going to limit and cap your possibilities and your potential. And I am still working on that. Not perfect. I'm not perfect. I'm still trying to open my brain because there are some moments where I think, no, I can't do that. You know, when it comes to my own talent, I'm a music teacher. My own talent, I feel like I can't do things. And you'd be surprised if you muster enough strength 
to keep going and persevere, you can. And look what an example you're setting for yourself and for others. And I realize now that what I was doing was very negative and I hope to God I can fix those behaviors and kind of re-input, reinsert myself, reintroduce myself to my students so they know that who I am now is not who I was before. Because I'm really thinking about all the behaviors I kind of talked about. I hope I didn't condition any kids to think, you know, that it's okay to be how I was before. I don't know. I kind of, just looking back now, it makes me more aware of how much power we have with our actions and our words. So I'm going to leave you with that. I hope you have a great fucking fantastic day. Sorry for cursing, but I am just over it at this point. I want people to realize your potential, their potential for themselves and for others too. Don't limit yourself today. Be positive. Be optimistic. Even when it's so hard, even when you want to be a skeptic, just fight that urge just for once. And it'll show you how big your world can get with just that reality. So yeah, I'll leave you to it. Bye guys.